Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we are to be. And when we find ourselves in a place just right, twill be in the valley of
Well, welcome back to our next edition of uh, What's Up America with Mike Kara, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. And with me today are Chords Against Tonality Quartet uh, from Jefferson County, Missouri. And with me today, we have Caleb, Devin, Ben, and Will, and they are a part of the Spirit of St. Louis Chorus, which is a chapter of the Barbershop Harmony Society. And guys, it's a pleasure that you could join us today, sing a few songs. And first of all, why don't you tell us a little, it has a very unique name, and tell us a little bit about the name and what it actually means. So uh, our quartet, Chords Against Sonality, uh, it's actually a play on words to the uh, adult card game, Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> uh, we actually, we all love to play the game and we also love music, uh, whether some of us becoming music education majors uh, or even going into the field of teaching. Uh, we love to sing, we love to teach. Um, and we decided that with Barbershop in particular, You'll have those uh, dissonant chords uh, where it'll be uh, the predominant seventh chords. And we call that chords against tonality uh, as a play on words to cards against humanity. It's just kind of a really clever play, musical play on words. There we go. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that sounds uh, great. So, tell us a little bit about you know the history. We understand now that you're actually a part of the uh, St. Louis uh, uh, Chorus. And so you're an individual then uh, quartet from there then? Yes, that is correct. Um, so uh, me being the oldest out of all of us within the chorus, um, I joined the Spirit of St. Louis Chorus about four years ago now. Um, and I brought these two along with me um, from some of my other groups um, and friends groups. And then uh, this old guy here, uh, Ben, he uh, joined our chorus. We later asked him to join our quartet uh, and become an official part of the Barbershop Harmony Society as a representation of the chapter Spirit of St. Louis, which is our uh, chorus name. Okay. Uh, so then uh, you all, you know, have your own part. So maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, each member and their parts. So. The, 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 so the first usually, so there's like a, a high tenor or a first tenor. Or... <laughs> okay. So yeah, if you could just tell us a little bit about, you, you know, you know what you do and your part and all that. So really the main responsibility I, I think that I've researched for um, the tenor part is like you kind of round out the chords that the rest of the, uh, the rest of the quartet is making. Um, a lot of that is like a, Unfortunately, a lot of that is really high, which thankfully I've, I've gotten a lot of help from these guys and I've self-taught myself, um, like, so, so to speak, the art of being a tenor, just kind of rounding up the chords, just make, making it some more up uplifting and a lot more beautiful. So thanks a lot to these guys to help me out with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Devin, then you're the, the, the lead then? That is correct. Uh, as a lead, I sing mostly the melody part, um, sometimes giving uh, the other parts the melody line, uh, but typically the lead part sings usually the melodic line of the musical phrase or the entire piece, um, pretty much making sure that the harmony parts uh, stick to the melodic line and phrasing as well. 
oh, okay. And then we have uh, the, the baritone uh, part, is that right? That's me. Yeah. Uh, on the sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually one that gets picked on because that's how baritones are. But um, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> usually uh, baritone is basically more of like a harmonic part to me. Uh, it's kind of one of those important parts that you don't necessarily hear a whole lot. or It kind of like blends in with everything else, but it plays a really big role harmonically. So, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, now finally we have, <laughs> you're getting ready, yeah, the, 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 the bass that can you tell us uh, about that? Yeah, the, the bass line is sometimes very fun, sometimes very, very boring. Um, <laughs> um, there's some songs that bass line is literally almost the exact same thing over and over and over again, because the bass is basically the grounding for the rest of the group. Um, so we've got one song we're working on currently, not quite ready yet, but we've got a running joke that at the end of the piece, I just shout out a random number because it's just, I sing the exact same thing over and over and over and over again. I hardly even have words in the piece. It's just do da do da do da do da do. And that's, <laughs> that's about all I get. So, um, but I'm kind of the grounding of it. I typically have the root of the chord and keep everyone else in tune, everyone else in line and keep everything grounded and rooted and everyone else stacks up on top of the baseline and fills out the chords. So that's more or less my role. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's interesting then that, that you're saying that, they, that everyone build, you know, builds on the, the uh, base, uh, baseline then. So that's, I mean, is that the first part that's usually written or, or, or gotten down? Is that how it works? Or? Usually, typically, the melodic line is a uh, phrase, uh, and then it kind of follows with the tenor harmony, which is usually anywhere between the third or uh, the fifth. And then you'll have the baritone kind of switching the opposite end of the spectrum, where there'll be a third or a fifth lower than the lead um, for most barbershop pieces. And then you have the bass, which is the root of the chord, uh, sometimes doubling what the lead does or just having the bass on the one, uh, baritone three, lead five, and then tenor on the high one or seven, depending on the uh, chord. Oh, okay. So now I wanted to ask you a question, usually in the barber, barber shop, and we might have heard it with that this song is there's always a guy that, that holds that note, you know, for, for a very long time, like at the, the end. I mean, is, is that a certain person or, or do all of you do, do that? Or, or, I mean, how do you hold your, your breath for so long then? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, it's a lot of uh, breath training work. Um, especially for some songs, the lead have to do what's called as a post um, to where they have that long note for over many measures at a time. Uh, there's a lot of good programs out there that help you learn how to control your breath. Um, one of my personal favorites to use is called Breathing Gym. Uh, it's a book and DVD collection uh, that we're not sponsored by them by any means, but uh, we we do appreciate what they do. Uh, it's a lot of vocal exercises, breathing exercises, kind of build up your uh, your lungs to where you can carefully concentrate your voice to where you're not using all your breath in one vocal line. So that's the best way to go about it. 
Okay. So, I mean, when you, you, you guys learn a new piece of, of music, I mean, is there a certain way that, you know, you, you go through, I mean, do you individually go through the parts or, I mean, how, how do you practice a new song? Then? Uh, so when we practice a new song, and I think this goes for all of us, usually we decide on what type of piece we want to do, uh, whether we want to do a slow ballad type song to a faster paced uh, uptune, or even something that a lot of uh, audience will know, such as like a Disney piece or a Broadway piece. Uh, and then what we do after we decide the actual song, uh, we decide to uh, buy the arrangement, um, whether it be from the Barbershop Harmony Society store online, or we go through who we know uh, having arrangements and stuff, or we custom make arrangements, uh, depending on the piece or what we want to do. Um, following after that, we usually get uh, what we call learning tracks. Um, and these can be uh, previous organizations performing these pieces to where we can listen to see what it sounds like and kind of practice with the uh, YouTube link or Spotify, depending. Um, or we actually go out and pay somebody to pre-record the tracks. Um, usually you can buy learning tracks uh, sets on the Barbershop Harmony Society website as well. Um, for most of our songs, we buy sets from the society or we just have them from our previous groups and we kind of learn the songs based off of uh, reading the music or even learning just part by part uh, by going through each learning track. You'll have the full set track, which has all four parts or plus parts, then there'll be a part uh, per track. So you'll have the baritone track, you'll have the bass track, the lead track, and then the tenor track. And then sometimes, uh, depending on who makes the tracks, they'll actually make it to where you'll have one part on one side with the other three parts on the other side is what we call uh, part left tracks. So say if I was practicing my part specifically, which is the lead part, uh, I would use the either the lead left or lead predominant. So whether the lead is more predominant over the other parts on the track or the lead will be in my left headphone, while the other three parts will be on my right headphone. And it's kind of the easiest way of us learning a new song. And then eventually we'll get together and rehearse as a quartet, kind of sight reading the piece, you know, getting a good tempo established and kind of getting all the pieces interlocked into each other uh, to where it becomes a beautiful song at that point. And then from there, it's just basically working with each other to make sure a little, little things from there to polish the song, make sure we're playing off each other well enough learning each other's cues, that we're holding out the notes long enough, we're cutting off together, we're expressing the section here or there the way we want to as a group. Okay, so now, uh, guys, if you don't mind, if you could uh, uh, sing us another, another song. First song.
that's a, a great. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about, you know, where, you know, you perform and uh, how, how this all works. So, I mean, first of all, do you do, do they have like a competition or contests or? So uh, with the Barbershop Harmony Society, each year they have a central states district contest, uh, which is pretty much the district level contest. Um, depending on where you store uh, at those, you can go what's into the international contest. Um, usually uh, only the top couple of quartets uh, will go into the international stage. Um, we were actually supposed to go uh, as part of the new thing that they're providing, which is a quartet festival, rather the international contest. Uh, it was actually supposed to be this July, but due to the pandemic, sadly, we had to uh, bow out. Uh, they canceled the entire event, but we are looking forward to going uh, the following year when they do have everything kind of back up and open. Um, however, with uh, going into the contest spectrum, um, pretty much they have, like I said, the district level, then the international level. And then once you hit the gold medal of international, you cannot compete again as the same quartet um, because then you're an international champion, uh, which is kind of what eventually we are going to aim for once we feel ready to. Oh, yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, so, uh, Ben, what do you think about uh, these, uh, you know, competitions? I mean, is there still a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie? I mean, you still have a good time when you're competing like that? Absolutely. I would say uh, district competition is always fun. Even competing at the district contest is as fun as it is because not only do you, you know, get to sing around with a bunch of people in that district, you also get to meet a lot of new faces, you know, a lot of new friends over, you know, the three-day weekend of the convention because um, not only does it have the quartet contest, it also has the chorus contests um, as well as a bunch of little, like, uh, classes you can take in between the sessions and you get to learn more about music, more about barbershop, you know, in the whole nine yards. Um, I know three of three of the four of us have actually gone to one of the central states district events. Um, and I can, I believe I can say for all of us that we absolutely love being there. It was, it was a great meeting all the people. Um, me, myself, um, I would believe I'm the only one that's been to the international level um, with my other chorus, because I'm a dual member of the society. So I sing with uh, three groups total, uh, this being the only quartet I sing with, uh, Spirit of St. Louis being my, I guess, my home chorus, uh, so to speak. And then I also sing with the Ambassadors of Harmony as well, which uh, the last international in Salt Lake City, we took second place. Um, with choruses, it's a little bit different uh, regarding scores and you know coming back to compete. But uh, international, it was, like I said, it was in Salt Lake City. We actually got to perform uh, where the Tabernacle Choir performs, which is a really great honor. Um, in any contest, no matter quartet or chorus level or district or international, it's always a fun time nonetheless. Oh, okay. So I wanted to ask you, well, so I guess I get this right that you're, you know, you know one of uh, several quartets of the St. Louis Chorus. And my question is, do you have a chance to perform with, with those uh, other quartets? Or, I mean, do you ever swap out shows or or you have a chance to, you know, uh, build friendships there? Or? 
Um, I'd say, yeah, we, the way our shows work, uh, we have the Spirit of St. Louis Chorus, which usually is the main feature of the entire show. Then we have our quartet, um, and then typically anywhere between three to four other quartets. Uh, mainly the main one everyone well knows around this area is uh, the Rivertown Sound Quartet, um, who have been pretty big inspirations for us as a quartet, uh, at least for in our chorus. Um, and we get to sing with you know them on a weekly basis every Tuesday. So it's fun to you know hear what they get to sing and kind of learn from that to kind of what we should do as a quartet. Um, regarding other shows, uh, the pandemic kind of has put us at a disadvantage, you know, trying to contact other choruses. Um, eventually we are planning uh, maybe one day, uh, I know the University of Missouri-St. Louis does have their barbershop slash acapella youth camp. Um, and we have thought about in the past to uh, not only be uh, a performing quartet for their big final show, but maybe even teach them as a quartet and kind of teach them what it's about to be a uh, barbershop quartet. Oh, okay. Uh, so we mentioned that you guys are in Jefferson County, Missouri. So, I mean, how far is that from St. Louis? I mean, is say, say the St. Louis area really big or? Uh, I mean, depending on what, area of St. Louis were somewhere between about a half hour to an hour, hour and 15 south. Um, it just depends on what area. I mean, I'm from a fairly small town called DeSoto, so I'm about 45 minutes to an hour south. Um, Will's in Arnold, which is maybe about 10 minutes from St. Louis. <laughs> so <laughs> it just, it kind of depends on what area of Jefferson County, because right at the top is Arnold and then DeSoto is closer to the bottom of Jefferson County. So uh, we're anywhere from about 10, 15 minutes to about an hour, hour and 15 minutes south of St. Louis. Yeah, and I, I personally live in um, O'Fallon. I live in St. Charles County, which is a whopping two counties uh, north of here. Yeah, so he he's north of St. Louis. So, uh, <laughs> we're kind of all over the place around St. Louis area, and we're just kind of centered around Jefferson County here. Okay, so I, I mean, as far as you know, the competitions, you know, how you know when, when you you get to certain levels, there's probably a lot of driving. But then, I mean, is there like opportunities? I mean, when you go to these international. Uh, competitions then you 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 fly you're able to fly or something um well we were actually planning on driving to uh the 2021 which was going to be in uh cleveland ohio uh because it's not too far for us um <laughs> it's only a nine hour drive from where we are and or about nine ten ish hour which is not too bad. If it was probably over a 24 hour drive, then most certainly we would probably look into flying. <laughs> um, I grew up making 18 hour drives for vacation in like a day. So my mind, <laughs> I made an 18 hour drive in one day. So I, I'm used to driving. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So I wanted to ask you guys about, so when you were in these competitions, I mean, is there certain rules? I mean, is there certain songs that are, are recommended to do or you can't, can't do? I mean, can you actually do your own originals or how does that work? So the way the, uh, the contest works, there are certain uh, limitations to songs. Um, 
Preferably, all the rules and rule sets are on the uh, society website under their bylaws. Uh, but pretty much, we can sing any parody song of anything. Um, obviously, we cannot be too vulgar per se, um, for obvious reasons. But however, yeah, as long <laughs> as it's you know family friendly, it you know in the rules of barbershop, you know music study. Um, it can't you know obviously just be a plain acapella. Um, it's still got to follow the barbershop style, so to speak. Um, and like I said, all of the bylaws and you know rules and conditions are under this uh, society website uh, in particular. <laughs> you also can't have um, another another quartet or another person featured in in your set while you are um, while you're actually performing the contestable set, because otherwise you're automatically disqualified. That's correct. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so I, I mean, for, so how do these competitions work? I mean, first you have, you know, in your lo local area, and then there's like a district or state, or how does these, uh, you know, levels work? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so pretty much what we have, uh, we have the district level is the bottom line um when it comes to the actual officialized contest sets so pretty much you'll have a simple tournament style to where you have the quarterfinals where everyone performs uh their two pieces um and then after the quarterfinals only a certain amount make it into the semifinals um and then it gets uh to the top 10 which are known as the finals the final top 10 um, and pretty much the finals consist, each round consists of two songs, typically between, um, it has one ballad and one uptune, kind of, you know, divvy up the case um, of the set. However, some people do do two ballads depending on the quartet or chorus. Um, it just kind of depends on quartet to quartet or chorus to chorus. Um, it's, it's a really great experience, especially being a part of it, because once you're done, performing you can sit out in the audience and listen to the other quartets to see oh you know they sounded really good or oh you know we may or may not have beat them it's it's all you know it's up to the judges panel um which usually is anywhere between nine to twelve judges um and usually one or two of each are in a certain category uh whether it be musicality uh stage performance um, as well as other different types of aspects of the actual contest set. So lots of different things when it comes to the contest, for sure. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, you know, because I went to in my local local area recently, you know, big Christmas con concerts with, you know, all the quartets and all the members of the chorus. I mean, is that, is that a big re requirement doing what you do is to, to do holiday shows? Not necessarily. Uh, we do perform a Christmas show every year with our chorus. Um, you know, it's not necessarily required because, you know, but it's very, you know, if you're going to become a member of the chorus, they want you to be at every show, every rehearsal. So that way, not only do you sing well, but you also become part of the brotherhood and sisterhood that is the Barbershop Farming Society. And, and as far as the concerts with the holidays, everything like that, it's just, it's a really good community outreach to, I mean, reach out to the community, have community members see what we're doing, reach out and just spread music, spread the barbershop, everything like that. And 
helps for recruitment, helps uh, the chapter out to raise a little bit of money to get members and dues and everything like that that we need. So it's not necessarily required, but for community outreach, recruitment purposes, everything, it's kind of one of those that if you don't do your concerts or anything, then, I mean, if you're just sitting around singing, not performing for people or anything, it kind of loses part of its enjoyment because, I mean, we're here to perform, we're here to spread that, and, I mean, entertain, essentially, so. <laughs> oh. A portion of that that Will and I actually experienced one time is when we went to a Christmas show for the, I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm sorry to this course, the Kaskaskia uh, Trail Course yeah. uh, over in Columbia. <laughs> Thank you. That's you, really you, sure. you got it. <laughs> um, uh, we, Will and I weren't necessarily in the show. We were, we were just mainly there because of one of our, one of our quartets of, that Devin mentioned earlier, Rivertown Sound, um, was actually in that show. And it's probably just coincidence as well. We got to meet one of our favorite quartets, the New Fingal Four, yeah. uh, in that particular concert. So it's not only just being in, in the concert itself, but watching others, pe other people's uh, point of view, experience, et cetera, yeah. of the barbershop style is just a, it's just an amazing thing. I might add also, uh, I realized that one of my friends from my church was in that course too. And so I got to see him perform. And that was really neat. Oh, okay. And now I want to talk a little bit, you know, about your social uh, media and website and how people could find you. Cause so could you tell us all about that? So as of right now, uh, we don't have an official website for our quartet alone, but we do have a uh, chorus website. Uh, it is STL number one. So STL one.org. Uh, that'll bring up our spirit of St. Louis chorus website which does have a video on us. If you go under the About Us tab under our quartets, uh, we also do have a YouTube and Facebook page uh, under Chords Against Tonality Quartet. Um, and that's all the social media? Yeah, that's all the social yeah. media. <laughs> and we also have our email, which is Chords Against Tonality Quartet yep. at gmail.com if, if you want to reach us out there. Because uh, I'm pretty sure I speak for the rest of us. I think we're uh, once everything starts to open back up again, I think we're just about ready to get in the show or two. Yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, I really want to thank you for your time, guys. We'll have you sing one last song, if you don't mind, at the end of, of this. But before we go and we do that, do you have any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Uh, absolutely. So if you are thinking about becoming a barbershop singer or a barbershopper, however you want to phrase it, uh, feel free to visit barbershop.org. Um, and you can actually find your nearest uh, quartet or nearest chorus. Most choruses will welcome you with open arms. Um, and we'd love to see you sing at any district or international convention. If you see us, we'd love to see you too. Um, but that's definitely the best way to contact us is either our Facebook page or YouTube page. Um, we thank you for having us, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, my uh, pleasure. You've been listening to What's Up America with Mike Kara, uh, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, Planet Earth. My guest has been Chords Against Tonality Quartet. And uh, catch us again next time, and we'll leave it. Take it away, guys, with your last song. Oh. Oh.